You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host. One of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. I, I don't know who came up with that one, but I, 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 keep, I keep saying all the time, I'm just going to go with it. I mean, uh, why not? Hey, welcome to the program. Uh, it's a fast, it's actually a fast frigid Friday as I look out the window here from the, well, I, don't, I usually call it the ivory tower, but right now I might call it the, uh, well, the snowy tower, I, uh, you know, what, what can I say? But it is Race Central on the radio. I am Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. It is great to be with you on what is truly, I mean, they're all Fast Fridays. It's Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5. Kind of like the way that uh, that, that uh, rings. I think Sid the Kid came up with that. Sid the Kid behind the glass making all the, uh, it's a good thing she told me a minute or two ago, she's, Oh, you have 15 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was watching it snow because it's so much fun. And I feel so good when it's uh, when I'm uh, chilled through the bones, especially after I take an auger in a few days ago on the ice, which uh, felt really good. Uh, I did learn uh, that, uh, that that concrete doesn't flex much. But it's great to be with you. It's a fast Friday. It is truly a fast Friday after a few Fridays of uh, fast isms. And stories and breaking news and all the good stuff that is going on out there. But uh, with the Chili Bowl Nationals now in full swing as we wind our way. And we'll meander through the program today. And we've got a great bunch of uh, guests, which I will tell you about at one point. If you're a regular, you know we're not a caller-driven show. But as I am enjoying the aches and pains through my weary bones uh, I may take a phone call or two at uh, 303-844-3776. That's uh, 303-844-3776. Pencils down. Uh, I, I I don't think, Sid, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. You, you know what pencils down means? No. It's when you used to take a test back in the old days when you used pencils. It's like, okay, the time is up. Pencils, pencils down. There's probably... Ones of you out there that know what the heck I'm talking about. But I'm in a great mood today, and it's good to be with you as the season is on. It's official. Uh, Chili Bowl Nationals uh, kicked off this week on Monday. We've got the Chili Bowl Nationals final on Saturday night. You can watch that live on uh, one of our former networks, a network that we help create and develop, and we were one of the first shows with, and the longest-running show on uh, my good friend Forrest Lucas's network, which is now called Mav TV. So, if you are a dirt track fan, you, all eyes, and I always use the term epicenter. I maybe that's because I'm from California. Uh, I know a lot about epicenters. <laughs> that's when uh, the street liquefies and uh, the windows break and everything falls off the shelves. Otherwise known as earthquake. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way. So Saturday night is the Chili Bowl Nationals final. It's, it should be a good one. It, there's a lot of NASCAR stars there, IndyCar stars. Um, also, late-breaking news today, and I'm very, very happy to announce that uh, I, I uh, uh, 
No, I'm not going to do that right now. You think it's that funny, huh, Sid? Uh, actually, no. Yeah, I'll get to that story in a minute. Uh, somebody posted something very funny on my Facebook page, which which gave me a great pleasure in uh, in laughter. But uh, Connor Daly, who's been a great guest on this program, and I love it when I say, oh, they're Facebook friends. Like, really? Like, you matter? Well, I do matter. But um, uh, actually, two good stories on my Facebook page today. Connor Daly is signed full-time now with uh, – uh, well, the, 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 well, look, all the teams are from, from Indy, but, uh, uh, full-time now ride with a spot from a Bitcoin type company. Yeah, you know, there's two big things that are happening. Uh, it seems in the world of motorsports right now, uh, CBD is a big thing and Bitcoin is a big thing. Also that whole, uh, go Brandon story from a week ago, that thing's getting, that thing's got more legs than a centipede. Uh, for those of us that like wine, uh, wines that have good legs is when you tilt the glass and uh, the wine has legs as it runs down the side of uh, the crystal. Now, for those of you that drink out of little red cups, you're probably not going to see a lot of legs on your wine. I can tell you if your teeth turn red immediately after sipping said wine, you're probably not drinking uh, anything that's very good. But... <clears throat> Uh, Ed Carpenter Racing is uh, ECR, as uh, we call them, has now signed Connor uh, full-time for not just all the ovals, uh, but for the, uh, the whole season. And that's really cool because Connor Daly is, is one hell of a, of, a, of a driver. His dad was uh, his dad was an early guy at Speed TV, uh, drove for Ensign in Formula One, did IndyCars. Uh, Derek has a driving school, Derek uh, Daly Driving Academy. But uh, Connor's one of the good ones. And last year, you know, the Indy 500 is the Indy 500. Anything can happen. And it's funny because I was sitting with a friend of mine today watching the video clip when uh, I used to do a a post-race wrap-up show with uh, uh, not Vince Lombardi. He used to coach the Packers. But uh, Vic Lombardi, and uh, when he was at NBC, or actually CBS, excuse me, I get confused easily. As I was telling Sid, there's a reason I talk for a living because I can't spell or write. But we did Daytona 500 wrap-up show every year, which was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, I'm going to, I'm gonna maybe, I, I don't know, you know, maybe they'll fire that thing back up over at altitude. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun to do. But, um, you know, Daytona's Daytona. But uh, – uh, Connor last year, and I had a long conversation with Bobby Rahal at uh, this year's version of the uh, Long Beach Grand Prix, which was in September. It comes back in its normal date in in April this year, and I I really can't wait to get there. But, you know, it's kind of a a 500-mile race. It's like people ask me, like, who's going to win this weekend's race? I don't know. Is it going to snow tomorrow? The be- if, if if I ever get fired or retired, I'm going to be a weatherman. I'm not. I want to be Dallas Rains on KCLA or the weather guy in San Diego. It's going to be nice today. Sky's going to be blue. It'll be warm. The waves will go crash, and there's a lot of really good raw fish to eat and uh, steaks too. Uh, it'll be uh, darker tonight and sunnier during the day. Not quite so much in Colorado, as I can see going out the window right now. But uh, I've got a really good take I want to share with you. Uh, we come back from the break. 
uh, about Connor Daly, but also about the uh, Daytona 500. Uh, we're getting real close to getting our platform nailed down for our uh, 15th annual Daytona 500 Monster Bash. I know that uh, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of texts and emails. If you'd like to text me, you can do so at Race Central. Or if you'd like to uh, fire off a, a, a query, as we say, you can go to a Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, send me a note there. But we'll be announcing that real soon. But I've got a take that you will not want to miss about uh, this year's Indy 500 and Daytona 500, as we are truly about four weeks away. Uh, Chili Bowl Nationals this week will wrap up the world's biggest uh, dirt track race uh, on Saturday night. And then it's on. NHRA kicks off. Uh, uh, a lot of the teams will be heading to, uh, to Chandler or Phoenix, whatever the heck you want to call it. Wild Horse Pass for the Test in the West, which they used to do down in Tucson. We have uh, Funny Car Champion Matt Hagen on the program today. Also, a terrific young lady who's doing incredible things in the world of motorsports and is uh, good as a driver as she is. She's uh, equally as good, if not a better person, Miss Sabra Cook. We'll see what she's up to. And a couple more surprises, too, and maybe a phone call or two at 303-844-3776. The segment brought to you by It's Fred's Place, Colpar Hobbies. Uh, lots of sales going on. The holidays are over if you haven't checked. But uh, if they don't have it, you, you, know, you probably can't get it. But uh, two locations, the Superstore in Aurora and the one here in Denver and at Colpar.com. Also, Coyote Motorsports, Denver's only only star certified Yamaha dealer and that is a real big deal because it means customer service is number one and they are number one also one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country they got stuff in stock and at 0% financing too hey it's Race Central on the radio it's a fast but frigid Friday the season is on we ain't going nowhere stick around watch Race Central TV and go to racecentralmedia.com I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, I, I, I really don't need to give you a weather report outside because uh, I think we can all see what's going on. But uh, I was just uh, trying to get a weather update in Tulsa. It, uh, it's actually nicer in Tulsa than it is here. <laughs> it's, it's almost 60 degrees, which for Tulsa at this time of the year, it's, uh, it's almost like a heat wave. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of folks there. I was just trying to, to get in touch with my, my main man, Ralph Shaheen, over at Speed Sport. As they were, I, I thought they were going to be out there uh, doing some content stuff, and we talked about uh, trying to collaborate on uh, Chili Bowl Nationals. But I, I'm pretty certain that uh, they are going to be at King of the Hammers, which I think is a week away, which is, uh, again, one of the biggest. So Chili Bowl Nationals is... Uh, Roundy Round Racing uh, indoors at uh, the Expo Center there. And uh, it's pretty cool stuff. It's definitely a, a bucket lister. But King of the Hammers is pretty cool, too. And that's one of the biggest off-road races in the world. And I believe, actually, I think MAV-TV has the rights uh, to both of them. But I believe uh, the fellows will be out at King of the Hammers, which is about about a week away or so. So, uh, as I say, it's, it's basically game on the... Uh, the test in the West. I did speak to uh, Antron Brown last week. Uh, they're getting ready to head out first week in February. So that's they used to do it in Tucson at um, uh, a place that was, well, it was fascinating. Uh, in the, out in the middle of nowhere in Tulsa, I checked that, in uh, Tucson. 
And they called it the test of the West. They decided to move it, obviously, to Phoenix because it was a lot closer and the airport and all that good stuff. But So the NHRAers are all, uh, are all going to be at it. And we'll talk to Matt Hagan a little bit later into the program. As, of course, if you are a straightliner fan, and I'm a big one, obviously, uh, maybe, I don't want to say the worst-kept secret in the world of drag racing, but it wasn't, uh, it, it, it didn't really, I think, shock a lot of people. But uh, Matt Hagan and Leah uh, uh, Pruitt, uh, now Stewart, uh, leaving uh, Don Schumacher Racing to go start their own team with Tony Stewart. And from what my uh, my spies are telling me, Tony ain't fooling around. And you wouldn't expect him to. It uh, again from from my spies. This is this is as heavily funded and well funded as you can possibly imagine. And I'm. The test in the West might tell us something, but there's obviously there's a lot of sandbagging going on there. I mean, uh, I will say two years ago, uh, Brittany Force uh, went out and set uh, ET ET world record and also a speed world record at uh, at the test, but uh, and kind of wowed everybody, but didn't back it up. I, I think she had a good finish at Phoenix uh, a couple weeks later, but um, you know the, the, the testing is testing. And the next-gen car testing, boy, okay, you want to talk about uh, supply chain? Sid found a great story as we were talking a little while ago. And, I mean, it's a fact. Have you been to a – I can't call them supermarkets anymore. It's – you know, if I had a zillion dollars, I'd be be buying up commercial real estate and empty shelf space (laughs) because it's a lot of it out there. Oh, God, I hope they get it figured out. But the supply chain is now causing problems in the world of NASCAR. And if you tuned in a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, Lee Spencer from RacingBoys.com, and I, now I know Lee is there. I should have probably tried to reach out to her. I might, you know, during the break, maybe I'll try to hit her up. It's it's so loud inside the uh, the Expo Center, you know, it's you know, it's very loud. I'll just leave it at that. Um and the media center is really, it's like a broom closet, right? Within, you know, hundreds of feet of the track. And when you've got, uh, you know, 50 screaming midget race cars at 12,000 RPM running around, it's a, it's a bit noisy. So, but maybe, maybe I'll try to uh, reach out to Lee Spencer, get an update. I was hoping to catch up with Ralph Shaheen, but uh, uh, we'll see what happens at the test. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what that means. I expect... Now, I don't know. You know, Tony, Tony's a pretty good sandbagger. But with, you know, and I, I can tell you this, too, also Antron Brown with his own team now. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Stewart and Antron uh, come out and try to lay down some uh, some big laps just to, uh, to to get some good headlines. It's kind of like sitting on the, on the pole to Daytona 500. It, uh, it doesn't really mean that much at a 500-mile race. But uh, if you qualify on the pole, you get a weak or a week's worth of media out of it, which is really, really, really good for the sponsor. So we'll see what happens, though. But uh, as you heard Lee say a few weeks ago, these cars have a completely different sound. And even when they go by in the wind, uh, Sid was playing me a a clip uh, during the break, and it's a whole different um, thing. 
uh, they, 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 they look really cool because they're lower, they're wider, uh, the 20-inch wheels. Uh, they just have a completely different look. And they do, they make a different sound as they move through the air. And that's probably part of the new the aerodynamic package. And now that they're running the big motor package, and it could be, because I'm going to get technical for a second, so sorry. Uh, I'm too smart uh, for my own good sometimes. But uh, uh, the angle of the exhaust pipe as the, uh, uh, the pipe comes from underneath the bodywork, and especially in drag racing, but they have figured that out from drag racing in NASCAR, a lot of the pipe angle has a lot to, now I'll explain more of that in the next segment. I got enough time. It's my show. Uh, I'll explain more of that, but it's very critical to the performance of the car and how the thing moves through the air. So um, if you if you want to get really, really, really smart about stuff that uh, uh, you, you may not know about, I'm going to break that down. I've also I still got to get to my Indy 500 Day- Daytona 500 story. I got a lot to get to. We're also going to talk to Matt Hagen. Also, uh, she's from Grand Junction. She's a phenomenal young lady. Saber Cook on the program, and she's doing uh, great things. It's uh, funny too, because uh, Sid the kid is from Grand Junction. And I told her, I said, "Well, her dad owns the go kart track," and she's like, "Oh my God, I've I've been out there a million million times. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun." Hey, it's Race Central. It's uh, Race Central. The drive is Friday three to five. Go to RaceCentralMedia.com and uh, more good stuff. After this. Yeah, about 30 minutes after the hour, it is the uh, premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central to Drive, 3 to 5 every Friday. One of my... Uh, Good friends and smarty pants uh, fans and followers sent me a text. That, I thought the uh, new NASCAR wheels were 18 inches. Uh, he was right. I don't know why I said 20. Uh, just called a little, little bit of uh, a brain freeze. What the heck? It's too cold outside. But, yeah, they're 18 inches in the center locks. But they, they still look good. It's uh, car looks great. I mean, it's I'm very, very excited. I, you know, uh, we were just watching a little a clip here, Sid, the kid and I. And my my hands are getting my palms are getting sweaty. It's uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. <clears throat> it's you know, season's here. Uh, I, I I let me touch on back to the uh, su- supply chain thing. So uh, when they built the, the next gen car, they were hoping that each team would have quote unquote four to five cars uh, ready for Daytona. But after uh, the Daytona test Tuesday and Wednesday, and then some cars being wrecked and some teething problems, as we would call it, because NASCAR has been, uh, you know, t- tweaking this and tweaking that and so on and so forth. They're saying maybe two. Now, that is a problem because you usually have your. Especially during speed weeks and stuff, you've got your, your, and then with this year with the with the clash at it uh, in Los Angeles and everything, you usually have your quote unquote your race car, which is a car that you will qualify in, and then you've got your clash car and your smash car and your this car and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, 
Because what you definitely don't want to do is destroy the best car of the pack, and that's usually the car that that because uh, every, every car is different. I mean, believe it or not, as close as they you know get this stuff with uh, micrometers and all that good stuff and the the templates and just you know all the electronic gizmos that they use, every car is a little bit different, <clears throat> and it's it can be. I mean, it can be a real uh, an eye opener going from maybe your primary car to your backup car or whatever. But um, this is going to be interesting to manage because teams may end up having to use a car they don't want to use because they ain't got nothing left. So I guess you know, gosh, I, I you know I was talking with somebody today. I think you know a lot of us. You know, early in 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 twenty twenty, like, oh yeah, you know, give it a month or two, we'll all be back to normal. And then that didn't happen. And then you know, the middle of uh, summer last year, maybe late spring, it was like, oh yeah, everything's going to be just fine. Well, here we go, and the, the supply chain issue is uh, is still a problem. And when you have you know, Formula One cars, you've got Indy cars, you've got IMSA cars, you've got, you know, such a wide, dragsters, funny cars, NHRA cars. The technology and the, the consumption of parts in, in these cars, and I, 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 you know, I think I can safely say the, you know, probably the, 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 the sturdiest uh, of all those cars, you know, might be... Uh, a NASCAR. But when you start talking about the consumption rate of parts and components in off-road racers, in in top fuel cars, in funny cars, in IMSA prototypes, and on and on and on, uh, Indy Lights cars, Indy cars, th- this could be a real problem. Because if you ain't got, you know, without no, without no dough, you got no go. And even if you got the dough and you can't get the stuff, uh, you know, the, the parts management has. Oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tease my friend that sent me the text because his file management's a little weak. But uh, you know, parts management has always been a big deal, and and you know, some of the teams, especially the smaller funded teams, that are really good at managing their stuff. Maybe they don't run the motors. You know, an extra. You know, two, three, four hundred revs, like a highly funded team does. Uh, maybe, I mean, it's 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 very true in the NHRA that uh, the lesser funded teams may buy you know tires uh, or even things like connecting rods or valves or things that are used that are a little iffy. But instead of you know spending five grand for a set of uh, Corello rods. You know, maybe they spend five hundred bucks, and they, they, you know, they they X-ray them, or they magnaflex them, to try to to be sure that you know they might last. It's just it's the way it is. You gotta, you really gotta manage your stuff. And now with the supply chain, this could be a whole nother issue. I mean, could you imagine going to the Indy five hundred and? Uh, Roger Penske. Now, I don't think it's Penske, but it, it, you know, 
they're they're going to have bumping this year at the 500. They've got a boatload of cars entered. They'll you know they got a boatload of cars entered at Daytona. There's a ton of cars at the Chili Bowl Nationals this week. Could you imagine qualifying the car though, and you can't start the race? Uh, I can I, I, this I can guarantee. If they could get the motor to fire, and just because because if you if you take the parade lap. You are now considered. You have started. You have started the race, quote unquote. Uh, that that was the whole thing about starting park cars back in NASCAR the day. You get the car to fire. You limp around the track. You you take the green flag, and the next lap, you oh my gosh, we have an oil leak or oil pressure. You park it. You get your hundred and forty grand or fifty grand or whatever the deal is, and you go home. There were guys, Dale Coyne. Of, of IndyCar ownership fame made a living back in the early days when it was cart. He had this, this, I mean, major, I can't say what I was going to say, slug with a stock block Chevrolet 350 in the back of it. That was, I mean, he would be getting lapped on the second lap. But that was back in the halcyon days of, of IndyCar racing, and I believe just to start the race, I think he got a hundred grand. I can remember one year at Laguna Seca, uh, down the paddock, I hear this, you know, ping, 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 and the gearbox they have the, what they call dog rings, which help the the gears line up properly, so the car will shift. And when they get old and tired, they don't they don't dog, they don't bark, they don't do nothing. But you can get him to live a little bit because they get old and tired and a little bent. He was pounding the dog rings on a piece of steel with a mallet to kind of get the dog rings to be flat so he could put them back in the gearbox so he could start the car and make a lap or two. I mean, I got great stories. This is what makes racing so fascinating. Uh, But anyway, so the, the supply chain, you know, not only can I not get my favorite bread or peanut butter, uh, there's all kinds of things you can't find. You get gas. Yeah, I guess. I um, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, I, I I can't imagine. Maybe for a smaller team, I could see maybe a, a start and park deal, but I don't think that's anybody's desire. And I'm still working on getting to that Daytona 500 and Indy 500 story because it's a good one. But I believe uh, we have the uh, the always interesting and fascinating and 20-car world champion just two years ago, Mr. Matt Hagen, coming up. We'll talk about his new deal, how uh, how involved Tony is, uh, the just the whole the whole dynamic that's going on there. Because again, from what I hear, there ain't uh, you know there ain't no fussing around over an indie, so it'll it'll be a good one. It is Race Central on the radio. It is The Drive every Friday from 3 to 5. Listen to the podcast. It'll be up at uh, fm1043thefan.com uh, on the podcast page on Monday. Uh, you can always stream our program anywhere. You can hear my voice around the country. You can watch Race Central TV. Check your local providers for channels and showtimes in your market. Also, binge watching is back. It is a thing. And uh, you can binge watch yourself on our Vimeo page. Or at racecentralmedia.com. Just click on Race Central TV. I'm the insider at Race Central Media. Matt Hagen coming up next here on the Premier Home. 
expected. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The Blowtorch for Motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with the award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. About 46 minutes after the hour or as uh, close as we can get to it, it is Race Central on the radio. It's The Drive, 3 to 5 every Friday and always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. You can watch Race Central TV anywhere you can hear my voice, whether it's... Uh, well, it's in North America, around the globe. Uh, check your local programmer for times and channels in your market. Also on Amazon Prime and Roku. Yeah, you know I love talking uh, the world of straight liners. Uh, I always get very excited as I look outside right now. There's probably not a lot uh, going on Bandemir Speedway unless they've got night qualifying in snowmobile. Actually, I think they have raced snowmobiles there before, but it's probably a uh, not not on a wet, um, uh, a snowy track. But a guy that uh, and I loved his line last year at uh, at Media Day when somebody asked Matt about uh, being on fire, and he says, "You know, I've been on fire a, a lot here uh, on the mountain." But uh, Matt, what can I tell you? It. Uh, it's a whole new deal. It's a whole new world. And does it feel a little weird? Brother, I'm excited about our new deal. You know, at Mountain <laughs> Dodge SRT, you know, uh, this, 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 I guess today, you know, and it's been a long time coming. You know, everybody asked me if I had a dollar for everybody that asked me if I was driving a Ford next year, we'd have fun the race car on its own. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's nice to be able to say we're, we're sticking with Dodge. Uh, through and through, and uh, I'm pumped up about it because, you know, I've been carrying the banner with those, those guys for since 09, and, um, you know, just been proud to do that, you know, and, and to bring that over to, to Tony Stewart Racing and uh, to be a part of that and to continue this this legacy that we've, we've kind of grown into with, with this brand, uh, with this company, has just been, it's going to be amazing, man. Yeah, we're talking to three-time uh, Funny Car Champion Matt Hagan. Uh, I believe, your, what was your last championship, 2020? Did I get that right? Uh, yeah, so we won in 2020, and then last year we rendered up just by a few yeah, points there, just to caps, man. But you know, I love caps to death. I mean, I went over there and kissed him on the old forehead, and and uh, you know, shook him real hard. But I tell you, he's he's a good dude, and uh, you know, he he worked for it, he earned it, and we we just didn't do enough, and they did what they needed to do, you know. I I don't think, if, and I and I, I know Ron real well too, and I. I you're a fairly large, muscular person, and I'm not sure if I was Rod Caps and I saw you headed towards me. I'm not sure how I would uh, process that because it could it could go very well or it could go very oh, bad. I got nothing but love for Ron, man. He took me under his wing and you know kind of showed me the robes and invited me out with his his family to dinner and stuff like that. So I got a bunch of love for him. Now, do I wanted to lose to him? Absolutely not. But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if it, if I was going to lose to somebody, I was. I was glad for Ron that they did what they needed to do to make it happen. And, you know, he's owning his own team again this year coming up, and uh, it's a new venture for him. And Tony owning a team and Antron owning a team. And, you know, and Don's still making out like a bandit selling parts to all of us, you know. So it's uh, it's just a good thing all the way around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's keep it all. Even though the family may get a bit extended, you might as well keep, uh, as we say in the business world, right pocket, left pocket, right? Right, that's right. All Everybody, it. it all makes a circle, right? You know, and, and this new Dodge Power Broker deal is going to be phenomenal. I mean, my uh, my family, my my family dealership, you know, has been a Dodge dealer since, gosh, I guess 47 years or something like that. And it's been one of those things where we're going to be a power broker as well, where you can go out here and just tell these dealers what you want and bolt onto the car. And you keep your factory warranty, which is really cool because I like to go fast, but everything I bolt on my car voids my warranty. So when I put a hole in the block... 
um, you know, it's up to me to get a new block, you know. You know, I look at the, I look at the, and I got the release today uh, from Mike Arning, and and I looked at my direct connection. I I thought it was 1972 all over again. But the idea that you can right. buy uh, like a drag pack car or buy stuff, uh, you know, with the Mopar brand on it through Dodge and the SRT program, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, it's people cool. are spending money Think and they're, they're, yeah, they're doing this stuff. And the fact that you, you know, if you if it blowed up. You can just take it in. It's under factory warranty. You know what I mean? They they put it, they fix it. You know what I mean? You go out there and run it as hard as you want to run it, and don't worry about it. That's pretty impressive stuff, and I and I love the logos on the car. I mean, yeah, direct connect. I feel like I I'm looking at a '64 Dodge Dart or something like that. But it, can <laughs> I, good. well, you know, it's good to bring that old school back. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think I think it's important for the NHRA to do that because there, there's there's so many people that are so deeply rooted in the sport that 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 identify with that. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's just one of those things where you kind of like you get uh, you, you get involved with this, and you get to seeing how many people are really excited about it, and how many people are are um, you know kind of you know just wanting to be able to do cool stuff to their cars, and this allows them to do that. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm you know I'm gonna be one of them, man. I got a Hellcat sitting in the driveway, and I can't wait to start bolting some cool stuff on it. Now that I know I can I can do that, and it not you know mess my car up, and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so uh, but you're not chasing the cattle around through the field in your in your in your SRT, are you? We just wait. I'm, that's going to be my next post on Instagram. <laughs> we're going to get out there and we're wrangling the cattle up in, in the Hellcat, you know, the red oh, eye. Oh, man, I love it. We're talking to Matt Hagan, good friend of the program. Uh, he's got the new deal uh, with Mr. and Mrs. Stewart. I'm gonna, I, I think that's fun to kind of kind of say, but uh, I, got, I got a question. Is there, can you look back last year at one race – where, because you were in it to win it all, it was, seemed like it was. I mean, it was, it was an SR, it was a VSR show. But we, can you look sure. back at a race last year and say, "Damn it! If we'd gone one more round, I think we could have won the oh, championship." I mean, that's what it, what it came down to was one more round, right? You know, and it, Alexis beat us there in the semis, and we just we needed to go two more rounds. You know, basically after we took caps out, and I really, truly, in my heart, thought we were going to do it and, and make it happen as soon as we took him out second round and. You know, you look back and, you know, there's a couple things that really kind of hurt us. I mean, I got COVID and, uh, you know, the car didn't get qualified in, on, on in the race in Indy. So we fell five five positions and points going into that. And then Tommy comes in and wins a race and gets us back up there to the number two spot. And then, you know, I come back out here and, and you know, we just had a couple rounds here and there that just didn't, didn't work out. And then, you know, we had – in the countdown, we had two first-round losses, and you just can't do that. You know, you can't go out first round like that and expect to survive, even though we won more races than Caps, and, you know, he just went more rounds than we did. And it just it just goes to show you, like, you know, you just can't have any mess-ups with this countdown and the way it's structured and stuff like that. But you can Monday quarterback it all day long. But at the end of the day, I'm proud of my guys. I'm proud of Dickie Venables. I'm proud of Mike Knudsen and Alex Conway and all the guys that worked so hard to put that car together and give me a, a race car that I can, you know, go out here and fight for a championship. And I know we're going to be right back in the hunt here with, with you know, Tony Stewart racing. And what's really cool about Tony, man, is, like, he's, like, he's a competitor, right? Like, not that Don's not, but he's, a, you know, he's a driver. He's, like, he gets up under the car, and he's, like, let's go. Get up on the wheel. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, pumps me up. And, and it's, like, I'm not quite used to that. So I'm kind of, like, it gives me chill bumps in the car, and I'm sweating. You know what I mean? So it's a, <laughs> it's going to be a good thing, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... I'm pumped up about it, and 
he's one of those guys where he's like win at all costs. You know what I mean? Like whatever it takes, let's get it done. Let's make sure we turn wind lights on and, and let's go out here and win these things and win championships. So that's the kind of, you know, drive that I really, I've not seen my group of guys be this excited about something in a long time. So I'm, I'm pumped up about it. Yeah. Well, you know, and sometimes change is good. Uh, we're talking to Matt Hagan, three-time uh, flopper champion uh, last time in 2020, just missed it by a blink of the eye last year. Um, and when I started seeing uh, videos of Tony uh, going to super comp school, I was like, all right, I, 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 I could kind of sniff it out. And I was teasing Leah here at the Mile Highs last year. I said, so, uh, uh, Leah, any SRX, uh, you know, visions in the future? And she looked at me, you know, laughed like she did. She's out, ah, Kurt. Ha, 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 ha. So I'm going right. to ask you, say, yeah, you got, yeah, but you got any, you got any visions that is Tony said, Hey Matt, let's go, let's go do a little SRX action. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. I, I tell you, I, I don't really turn left well. So, uh, <laughs> I tried it. And after, uh, my dad, we own a, you know, a half mile over uh, motor mile speedway. And, uh, you know, he was pushing me hard back in the day to, you know, he's like, let's do this late model and then do a Hooters cup car and then a truck. And then who knows, you know, and I was like, all right, let's go. You know, and about the third car I wrecked, he's like, kid, I don't think you got a future at this, man. You're not going to be very good at this. You know? So I was like, well, let's try to do some more straight line stuff then, you know? So I, uh, you know, I think we're going to leave the turning left to Tony. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're talking to Matt Hagen. We got about a minute left. I do want to ask, uh, when, if you can say, when did you know that 2022 was going to look like this? Was there a time last year where it was like, okay, we're making the move. It's going to happen. Was there kind of a, 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 a timeline there where you knew this was going to happen? Well, it really came down to a lot of things, you know, that fell into place, like Don committing to selling Tony parts and Tony deciding that this is really what he wants to do. And, you know, Tony's got a good group of people around him that, kind of like he he doesn't spend a dollar without their approval kind of thing and even though it's his money you know and it's just kind of you know everybody had to get the green light that this is a good direction to go in and we want to do this in nhra and then don you know getting don to be on board about selling in the team and and uh, all the parts and pieces that it takes so you know you have a lot of a lot of folks with a lot of money and a lot of ego and a lot of everything going on and getting everything to work was pretty amazing to be honest but i'll tell you this tony's a good dude man i mean I didn't really know what to expect because I'd never been around him too much, but he's just level-headed, just one of those good old boys that just wants to go racing and have fun. But he's a man of his word, too. I mean, he's done everything that he said he was going to do, and he's done it the way he said he's going to do it. You know, And i got a lot of respect for that. Yeah. Hey, don't you have something coming up at, at uh, Radford uh, down in Arizona in a week or two or something? Isn't there some kind of program you're doing down there? Yeah, you know, we, we jump over there. You know, Dodge does a really good job of – of supplying those those boys some cars and they do a, a drag race school over there and they do like a, a road course and stuff like that so i get over there with uh mike and and they always you know kind of sometimes i'm helping teach the drag school and sometimes i'm out there just goofing off and having fun with the the clients and stuff like that but it's just always a great show and it's a good relationship you know that that dodge and over at the rapid racing school that they do and i i enjoy being a part of it plus it's a lot warmer over there than it is in Virginia. <laughs> like well, I can imagine the look on a guy's face too when he steps in a drag pack car and all of a sudden the passenger door slides open and who slides in but a three-time world <laughs> champion uh, named Matt, no, Matt Hagen cool, tell, telling him what what to do. Uh, Test in the West is that going to coincide with your visit for Radford? Are you first week in February? What's that look like? Yeah, so it looks like maybe like the second week or something, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, or something like that. Where we're, we're going to just kind of show up like when everybody else does and. 
make some runs and really nothing's changing other than you know i have a new team owner i mean all the parts and pieces all my crew guys all my you know my crew chief everything tony has kind of scooped up and put a bow on it from don and and you know it's just so we really don't have a whole lot of change other than you know dickie's making more horsepower back in the shop and some more r&d stuff and just you know rubbing on everything and fine-tuning stuff but i i mean i feel good we i was at the shop the other day when we were doing this press release stuff and just getting in the car and working on some of my pedal stuff and different injector stuff it it just it kind of feels like an old glove still you know good for you matt you're a good dude we always love having you and i want to thank pat caporelli for uh for hooking hooking us up because i reached out to her real late but i i was uh, i was great. hoping to get you because we we love having you on the show you're a great interview and a great guy and uh you know have a have a great test in the west uh no sandbagging now i, I don't want to see no sandbagging <laughs> and uh we'll, no i don't i don't want to sandbag brother we want to go wide <laughs> Over, man. Uh, yeah, WFO, baby. Uh, man, ha- have a good one. I hope you had a great holiday, and uh, we'll see you in Pomona, and uh, go give them hell like you always do. Carrot, always much love for having me on the show, and to all your viewers, and just say thank you to them for supporting what your show and all of our sponsors and stuff like that. It really does go a long way. Love having you on, buddy. Say hi to Leah, say hi to Tony, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, guys. There you go. Anyways, that's the man right there, Matt Hagan, three-time world champion. Uh, last championship in uh, 2020. I have a feeling that uh, Tony has a, a lot of plans uh, for Leah and for Matt in uh, 2022. I can't wait to start seeing uh, the ETs and the speeds uh, from the tests on the West. And uh, they got a good thing going over there. And I, I know they have a great relationship over at the Radford uh, Driving School there in Phoenix, which is pretty cool stuff. It is Race Central on the radio. Actually, we aired a clip of Matt warming the car and doing some passes here at the Mopar Mile High Nationals. Uh, I believe it was last year. There was a show or two ago. Uh, I think I'll find that clip and uh, throw it back up on uh, my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. So good stuff right there. Watch Race Central TV. Go to the website, racecentralmedia.com. Hour number one of the books, the first hour of power, the second hour of power coming up next. Sabre Cook coming up. A little later in the program, keep it locked right here in racecentralmedia.com.